What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Dalen Spratt here, and you already know it is one-third of your hosting dream team, baby. And it's been a long time. It's been a while, but you know who I am. It is the paranormal poppy, Jawan Mass. Hey, and of course, you guys know who I am. Hot ham and cheese himself. I'm Marcus Harvey, and we're paranormal investigators. And from Discovery Plus... This is Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers. Y'all ready for this? We are back for season two. Mm. Marcus, say that one more time. Season two. I love the sound of that. Mm. Season two. Ooh, can we get season a season two? But can we get a No, that was not Mariah Carey. That was me in the booth, baby. That was Marcus Hart. And we're at season two. What do we have for you this time? <laughs> Our first guest. That's who we got. Who we got? Who we got, bro? My name is Henry Zabrowski. I am a quote unquote a comedian and actor and podcaster. And I'm five foot seven of Polish Fury. I attempt to satisfy my wife. I read a lot and uh, I'm just out here. Yeah, I'm, I'm Ben Kissel. We uh, co-host The Last Podcast on the Left together. We've been doing comedy together for about 15 years. I'm a renaissance man. All of us are in our own ways because this day and age, you have to do everything to get a little bit of something. And by renaissance man, he means he doesn't wash and he thinks that the stars are flames in the sky. Now, I'm just oh. going to be honest with you. What's that? Stars are flames in the sky. I'm just being honest. He was kind of right. He, I mean, if yeah. you're going to really talk, we've talked about things like birds being spies. We can definitely all agree on the fire in the sky is not really stars. It's just fire. Did anybody else laugh when my man called himself the Polish Fury? Hey, hey man, man, listen. He tries to satisfy his wife, though. Yeah. He was very honest about that relationship. That's everybody can relate to that. That's all of us. <laughs> That's all of us in the world. I mean... What more can I do? <laughs> what more do you want from me? So, fellas, man, that's Ben and Henry from one of our favorite podcasts, man. The last podcast on the left, which is a twice-weekly horror comedy podcast that's been running since 2011. But don't worry about it, man. We're going to be chatting about mirrors and their creepiness and how mirrors are can seriously be, like, portals. Kind of like... Candyman from season one. Because, oh, you know, that's how Candyman came. Just a straight-up portal. Just out the mirror. He just walked his ass through the mirror. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Uh, y'all, 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 y'all hollered at a player when y'all saw me in the streets? <laughs> you know, I'm sorry my head ashy. My bad. What I'm going to do about it? That's not my fault. I'm sorry, Candyman. No, nah, bro. That's what, that's what it is. Mirrors are windows. And apparently, you know, they're like windows to the soul. And it's the object that kind of reflects death. That's kind of freaky, though. I don't know. That's a little dark. Jawan, do you do you use that line on the ladies? Like, you know, they're like a, a portal to the they're like soul. They're windows you know, to the soul. You gotta make sure like, you make eye contact. You know, on your the eyes shot are like because you hear it like to my soul. Like, oh my god, Jawan, you're I, so yeah, I'm a, smart. I'm smart. a paranormal and puppy. You know no, I'm a paranormal puppy. Yeah, say it. Paranormal lets you know it's I'm an expert. You're Ooh. so intriguing. Thank you. Your hair Thank is curly. You. Thank you. It's all mine, boo. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the most handsome one of us all? You don't even have to ask that question because you know it's me. Do y'all remember first season of Ghost Brothers? Okay. When our show aired and they released the sexiest ghost hunters list. Oh, my God. It was the top 10 sexiest ghost hunters list. Mm -hmm. And only Juwan made it? Listen, and there was only... 
13 ghost hunters at the time. <laughs> that was it. I came out the... Hey, listen, I, my fresh... My rookie I, I, year... They, they sent me a letter that said, hey, sir... Uh, <laughs> Thank you for your application. We'll, we'll, we'll call you. <laughs> I said, wait, hold on a second. Mm. I didn't even, I'd even, I'd even apply for this. Listen. Wait, we can't even get two black slots. Listen, I played the black spot. You weren't going to do the... Ro- my no rookie Rooney year, Rooney. I came out as MVP. Easy. You did. Okay. You did. Easy, yeah. You do provide sex to our show, Joel. Yeah. We appreciate okay. you, bro. We Thank really do appreciate you know? it. Me You're like the Oprah You are. Wow. You, you you might wow. need to upgrade. J- it call wow. himself Jo-Oprah? Jo-Oprah? Jopra. Jopra Mass. Jopra Mass. I'm really I'm really not not a part of this, guys. Do not let these guys listen, man. Listen, whatever we gotta do. Hey. <laughs> so whatever we gotta mirrors, do to secure man. another. What, what about I'm, these mirrors? Yeah, mine actually took place at um House of Wills. Mm. What essentially happened was I was trying to exit a room and I'm walking up to these two pillars. And I can either go left on one or I can go right on one. So it's looking like I can make, I just pick the side, I can walk down. Which side did you pick, left or right? I, I chose right. Okay. Cameraman was going to choose. I chose right because right the cameraman was on my right. Okay. Right? So it just made it easier. So I walked past the pillar. Yep. And after I passed the pillar, I realized I actually couldn't go left. So what essentially was there was a mirror. Okay. I thought I actually saw through that because I was looking at the wallpaper in the other room. So maybe it was a window. It was possibly a window. So you mixed up a window and a mirror. No, it was definitely a mirror because I went back and checked. But you thought it was a, but it could have been a window. It was not a window. What you think it was, Marcus? It wasn't a window because it went to another room. Whoa, calm down, to you're getting one. A, you're, yeah, I got to take you there because you're bringing... Whoa. You're, you're, He's getting whoa. You're questioning my story. Whoa. You're questioning my story. Hey, don't whoa. hit me. No, you're questioning my story. My, my G. Hey, I gotta, I, get your hands off of him. Get your hands whoa. off of Jawan. Get your hands off of Jawan. I can't bring it. Jawan, get your hands Tap out. Tap out. Tap out. Tap out. Tap out. Okay, he's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's Sick. good, Jawan. Don't question. Jawan, don't question why, why, the, why? the validity of my, of my paranormal experience and we'll my never, mirrors. We'll never question you again, sir. Yeah, you had a mirror incident in the House of Wheels. It makes you think, what if all mirrors have another side? Think about that every time. You're in the mirror? <laughs> you're in the mirror. And you're lining yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole other side of the world that's not lining you up. No, you know? but wow. it's probably like a forest with a stream running through it or something. It's like your most peaceful memory. I would or like to think. Or some dude named Tony. <laughs> Big Tony. <laughs> Look at that shit. Waiting to get his money. <laughs> I know you owe me my money. Chopra. He'll whoop your ass. <laughs> Chopra, I'll whoop your ass right now. <laughs> oh. This is when you cut us off. This is when you cut <laughs> us off. This is when you hop in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then let's get into it. I am so happy to welcome you to season two of Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers. Now, everybody out there in listening world, these fellas are from the last podcast on the left. We have the hosts Ben Kissel and Henry Zabrowski. You see, their show is crazy. It's a twice weekly podcast that dissects all things horror and true crime using what we love the most. And that is pure comedy. Man, I'm excited to get to know you fellas on a more personal level, right? Thanks for having us, Dale, and it's great to be here. It seems like you started off in the podcasting world like well over 10 years ago. And see, back then, podcasts weren't really a thing. Like, what made you guys jump out into like a whole new branch of media being like, you know, pioneers of the new frontier? There were no gatekeepers yet. There was nobody there to tell you no in any way, shape, or form. And we had full day jobs 
and we're doing comedy all night. Kissel was a stand-up. I was doing sketch comedy. Um, the sexiest of all the formats. And <laughs> right, we were right. out there like trying to do whatever. By the time I started doing last podcast, we were doing we were doing podcasting around 2009, 2010. We all had been doing comedy for about like seven, eight years at that point, and we felt like we were pros. Um, um, and we did not know how far away we were from being professionals in any way, shape, or form. But podcasting was like a way for us to just start and just do shit. And I remember, but you know, my manager said we would never make any money. Uh, my agent said we'd never make any money. Like they all were like, no one believed in it. Once Patreon started happening, it was like all of these people showed up and they were like, let me help you make some of that money. When we came into this whole paranormal field, right? The Ghost Brothers, we this this group of black guys going into literally this all-white industry that is usually dark and serious. And, and we come in jovial, laughing, playing around, you cracking jokes, and people were pissed. They were pissed. They took our humor as being disrespectful to a genre that they care so much about. Dude, you're preaching to the choir here because we have pitched various levels of television show, right? And they always get hung up on this thing about humor and paranormal, which I don't understand. Now you are an example. You're funny. You're enjoying each other. But you guys are doing this shit. You guys are showing that it can be real people do it. It's not just a guy in a trench coat talking about it. I think maybe for us it's a little bit difficult because it's like serial killers, but... You know, people that have joked about serial killers have looked like me and Kissel, like like fucking goblins in a basement for a very long time. Yeah, and we also look like a lot of serial killers, so that helps. <laughs> you know, for me, uh, the humor comes from just trying to get, uh, just try to understand what this crazy world is all about, and uh, trying to like digest how insane some people can be. Because it's hard to fathom, especially when you're growing up. So for us, I mean, I'm a Wisconsin boy. So I remember when Jeffrey Dahmer, when that case broke, and I'm watching SNL all the time. I love comedy. And all of a sudden, I'm like, people eat people. Well, that is news to me. And then my home life. So I have two gay older brothers, two very religious parents. I mean, I love everyone. Um, and then foster brothers and sisters coming in. And so it was just a way to, it's cliche as hell, but it was a way to, to sort of uh, tamping down the immense stress and pain of childhood. And then using humor is just the best way to communicate with people too. You kind of go in the back door, a little humor, and then you hit them with the hard truth. And, uh, and then they'll be more um, receptive as well. Can I ask you a question? In your world, when you are working through like a do in actual paranormal sites and you're doing ghost hunts, do you find that the humor affects the phenomena? Yes, 100%. 100%. I say it all the time. I say spirits were once people too. And everyone loved to laugh at some point. Even the hardest criminal killer is going to laugh at a joke. I mean, they might laugh at somebody they hate being stabbed in the head, but nonetheless, they're laughing. And we found doing these investigations, us using our humor, because it's never disrespectful. We're never making fun of. It's always just situational humor, which comes from our nerves or being afraid or just poking fun of each other. We do find that we get a lot of activity all the time. Henry and I always talk about one of our pet peeves with the Ghost Hunter shows, and no diss on anyone, but where they're like, come and face me, ghost. Come and face me. You know, like. It's like, why are you why are you yelling at this ghost? It already, it's already dead. It's been through enough. Like you don't want somebody coming to your house, <laughs> yelling, kicking a door down, screaming. Like we literally try to treat everyone living or dead with respect or the same way we would want to be treated, man. So let me ask you this. Do you know 
like the moment in your life where you realized you were into like morbid, horrible shit. Like for me, okay, I, I don't think I've ever told anyone this. When I was in the eighth, ninth grade, there was a house at the end of my block, and it was a family that lived there. And one night, their whole family got massacred in this house. Like five people were killed in this house down the street from me. After a day, the police still had the little yellow tape up and shit. But me and my friends were walking past and the garage was a little up. I was determined to go in and look, bro. <laughs> like, I, I, Yeah, of course. And at that moment, <laughs> I knew I was different <laughs> from everyone else. What was that experience like? Could you feel the presence of uh, of what happened there? But yes, seriously, I remember getting out that night and then going and then literally first peeking my head underneath the, the, the garage. And I'd stand up in this dark-ass garage and I was just like, okay, Dalen, this is some freaky shit, bro. Get the fuck out of here, man. And I left. But that was my defining moment when I was like, damn, bro, I'm really into some weird shit. It's weird how kids like kind of come out the gate sometimes with certain aspects of their personality. I was a Roman Catholic when I was a little boy. And I think about all the time, when you go in front of this flayed man, like a man nailed to a medieval torture device in, in mid-scream and you, you sing the really lame songs and it's very morbid, it's very bleak. And as a little boy, I used to collect the magazine articles about the Unabomber that was going around. And my mom found my file. Like, I kept a little file of his articles. And during the time period, it was a lot of things were happening. I grew up in Queens, and there was a very big influx of, uh, their Haitian people had moved into my neighborhood. And they, with them, they brought a lot of voodoo. But the main thing that really, like, drove me was that me and my two friends were in Forest Park, Queens, and there was the same thing. And I remember just being fascinated at the time. And so some about Catholicism and that, like all those like weird images as a kid, just fucking, they just imprinted on me hard. And my mom was super into horror. As Henry said, I went to Catholic school as well, but I grew up, as I mentioned, super, super evangelical, religious. So we've been thinking about death and the devil and all of that kind of stuff. It was just always talked about around my house, which is kind of interesting because if you're an evangelical, you also must believe in the devil. It's a key component to their religion. And I just remember constantly being kind of fascinated with that aspect of it. I think that's dope, man, because because it, it feels just how we came into the to the to the industry, man. And we've had a lot of people come to tell us that you know being into paranormal and dark things, they're always perceived to be weird or strange and all this stuff. And it's like it's cool to have some fresh new blood coming into the situation, showing that it can be cool to be into different things. And I had to learn my lesson the hard way, man. I was at a convention. I'm sitting next to the guy that uh, hunts Bigfoot, <laughs> right? And I'm like... <laughs> I know who you're talking yeah, about. Henry has some of his yeah, casts. Yeah. Yeah. Bigfoot casts. <laughs> right. I do. I, I bought yeah. shit for me. But I, I didn't know. I, I, I was giving him a hard... Not a hard time, but I was just like, really, Bigfoot? Da, da, da. And he was like, dude, you're fucking hunting ghosts. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, yes, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Now tell me more about Meanwhile, this Bigfoot that you speak of. But after talking to him... Seriously, dog. I believe wholeheartedly <laughs> in Bigfoot now. Wholeheartedly. Joking out of necessity when you're scared and you're hunting a ghost. It's the best use of comedy. And I feel like that's what people... Uh, and it creates just the best comedy. Content, you know, so I think that's what people like too. What's cool for us is like, man, like you guys, we get to touch on a wide range of these things from ghosts to Bigfoot to all everything crazy. Like this one, this episode today that we're talking about is about mirrors specifically. 
So the creepiness of mirrors. I mean, like, everybody's done Bloody Mary back in the day. Last season, we talked about Candyman. Like, I've had probably my craziest experiences with mirrors. How do you guys feel about mirrors, man? Kissel has got actually a history of problems with mirrors <laughs> because of how many times we've all done uh, hallucinogens together. Okay, yep. The mirror image is how other people see you. Right. When you see yourself in the mirror, that's how people actually see you walking around. So the person you see in the mirror is more real than you walking around. So I read it was like you've never actually seen yourself. You've only seen a reflection of yourself. What's creepy is you asked what happened to me in mirrors, man. There's this place in Cleveland, Ohio called the House of Wheels. Right. So a brief history about this place. It was built in the early 1900s as a Masonic temple. But the guy who built it, built it in a manner in which it was supposed to harness the energy of anyone that comes in and out of this place. Boom. Let's fast forward to the 1960s civil rights movement. It then becomes Cleveland's number one black-owned funeral home. This is like a 40,000-square-foot megaplex. Like, they have, like, different rooms where you can have funerals. You can have an Egyptian-themed funeral. So now, so fast forward from 1960s being this funeral home, 2010. 20, it's now Cleveland's number one satanic church. So this guy, he bought this dilapidated building and he turned it into this satanic church. And I asked him, I was like, what is, you have a satanic church in the middle of the hood. Like, what are you, what are your plans? He was like, I want it to be a community center for the kids in the community to be able to come. I said, man, ain't no black mama finna let <laughs> they kids come to the devil church now. So what happened in the mirror? So you were there. So I'm talking to this lady who goes to this place and investigates all the time. And she's telling me that the creepiest place in this whole 40,000 square foot building is the woman's restroom on the first floor. And I was like, ah, that's funny. Haha. She was like, no, seriously, it's the worst place in this whole building. But she was like, come with me. And she was like, have you ever done mirror gazing? So I was like, no, I've never done mirror gazing. I've done Bloody Mary. I thugged that shit out. Didn't have to whoop her ass. <laughs> I've done Candyman. Didn't have trouble with him. Like, we go into this bathroom. It's dark, but your eyes can adjust. And she has me stand next to her, and we just stare at our reflections in this mirror. And I bullshit you not, hand to God, as I'm watching myself in the mirror Everything around me just goes, like, dark black. I'm not tripping because I'm like, you know, maybe, like, my eyes are just so focused that, you know, like, one of those mind trick things. Shit just going dark. Dude, hand to God, as I'm looking at my reflection in the mirror, my reflection smiles at me. Oh! <laughs> I hate that shit. I know what you're thinking. Man, Daylen, maybe you were smiling and didn't really realize you were smiling. Fuck no, bro. The smile in the mirror was like the Joker, like the big Cheshire Bridge cat. My mouth doesn't even open that wide. I immediately fell to the ground, and I didn't tell anybody what I saw. I was sh I didn't tell anybody. Man, you got to be like, get the cameras in here, man. Two seconds later, the lady next to me screams and says, oh, my God, my reflection just smiled at me. So, like, we both had the same experience in the bathroom at the same time. Well, now that's interesting. Henry mentions, you know, get the camera in there. But I wonder if the camera would even pick it up. No, I, I, bro, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. 
Wait, let me ask you all this. Is is there ever a topic that you guys wouldn't touch on your mm. podcast? Yeah, we just don't fuck with the, the cartels, cartels, man. <laughs> We've been saying this for a long time because the cartels, it's not even a bit. They kill comedians. They like to kill comedians. They took over the person's Twitter account that they killed because they just had their phone. And they live basically live stream them dismembering this comedian. And it's just a person who made fun of them on Twitter. And they abducted them. So we're like, you know what? Jokes, mm -hmm. as Henry said, are not that precious. I'm good. Like, all right, guys. Point yes. made. I think we did like fucking like unicorns oh. that week. I think instead of doing cartels, we were like, let's do something else. But man, we could not be more fortunate to be making a living off of doing something we love. Cliche, you don't work a day if you do something you love, but there really is something to it. Uh, find your passion and follow it. The great thing about nowadays is niche markets can make your life uh, you can you can live a full, happy, successful life with a niche market. There's a lot of people like you. If you think about something and you think you're weird, there's millions of people that are probably at a convention right now doing exactly what you're thinking about. Fellas, man, again, thank you so much for your time, man. Much success to you guys. Please tell our audience where they can find you guys directly. You can look us up at LP on the left uh, on most of the social bullshits. Um, I'm at DR Fantasty on Instagram. So, and you know, last podcast and left, you can find us for all of your podcasting needs. Absolutely. I'm just Ben Kissel one on Instagram. That's the one I like to use the most. We got to get on TikTok, Kissel. We got to get you on you TikTok. You know, as soon as I do TikTok, it's going to go Come into on. fashion. It's the same way when I said the word. That's how we kill yes. it. That's how we kill it. Let's we get I into said it. The, we'll I kill said it. the word. I I believe it's lit. And then uh, two days later, that word was no longer acceptable or cool. Yep, we buried that one. We we buried that one. I stand that. That one's over with. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you, man, for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, everybody, man. Hold on. We gotta take a quick break, but don't you worry. We're gonna be right back. Hey man, I want to play a little game of what? superstitions with you both. What? You always got games, some games, man. Bro. Pay attention. I'm trying to check out your global, mm. historical, political, social, and spiritual knowledge of mirrors. Here we go. I'm going to give you a fact. Well, we think it's a fact. And you have to answer what country and what time period it reflects. See, I was always Reflex. good at multiple choice. It was filling the blank that used to get me. So what? this is going to be tough. Smooth. Okay, what's up? Oh, here we go. So, which empire believed mirrors could trap souls and could cause bad luck to those who owned one? Um, I'm going to have to say which empire believed. The one that Cookie and Lucius Lyon was in. Oh. The one on Fox. The Fox one on, on Fox. Fox. The one that just got canceled on Fox. I think that's the one, right? Because, no, nah, I would say, um, let's say somewhere in Europe. I'm, I'm, I'm believing that, that that might be the case. I'm going uh, Asian Empire, something like, uh, like the Chinese Empire. 
Alright, fellas. So which empire believed mirrors could trap souls and cause bad luck to those who own one? Y'all had some pretty solid, solid answers. Can Better I give a I different thought. one? Huh? Can I give a different Go answer? Go ahead, what's your answer, man? I'm gonna say a Roman Empire or something like that. Ooh. Okay. I'm gonna say like a Roman Empire. I just feel like Okay. What year? Um uh, the one when they was Romans. Okay. When they was Romans. They was Roman all over the place. They was like, they, they, they was like Roman here, Roman there, Roman Everybody a little bit Roman. over there. They just Roman all over the place. They was like, hey, okay. we got it Romans was the over Egyptian there. Empire. That's actually correct. Which uh, one? Marcus, the Roman, it wasn't Egyptian. Ah! <laughs> uh, I don't you think you can change your answers. I don't think we can change answers. Okay. I think we can. I think we just did. We just make the rules up as you go. I huh? think I just did. Okay. Let me give you question number two. Yeah. In what culture... Do they think or used to think if you carry your corpse past a mirror, they will become a ghost haunting you forever? What culture? Uh, pop culture. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with answer. pop culture. Good answer. Hit me, baby, great one answer. more time. Hit me, you're, baby, you're one more time. You're wrong. That was a great no, I felt like that was right. I felt like that was a... It was close. It was close. Okay. Marcus, in what culture do they think or used to think if you carry your corpse past a mirror... They will become a ghost haunting you forever. Coach. My mama and them. Okay. That's, that's mama and them. 500. My mama and them for 500. My, my mama and them. You know what? That's actually very close. The answer is Chinese. Okay, okay. Yeah. My mama okay. and them. Because they got yeah. mamas in China. Yeah, they definitely got mama and them in China. My mama has some friends in them. You know, that's in them. Yeah. Question number three. How close did I get on that answer? Do I, I get was, like a bro, point listen, five? Listen. If, if close was near... Mm-hmm. You was pretty far. In what country do people think if you saw your reflection after a loved one had passed, this was an omen that you were be the next to pass away? Who started? That's, that. That sounds like some New Orleans stuff. That sounds like that sound like some baby. Some New Orleans. Don't don't baby. Don't don't you don't you ever. <laughs> New Orleans you, is New Orleans is the country. No, <laughs> baby, don't you do it. New Orleans the country. We are the country. New Orleans, baby, don't you do that. Don't mm-mm. don't you look at those and see your oh oh oh. Now you close. be the next one. You're very close. What do you say it is, Juwan? Um, you know, what country do people think if you saw your reflection after a loved one has passed away? That it is an omen that you would be the next to pass. Can what I country? Find a friend? Marcus says New Orleans. I say, <laughs> I say New Orleans. I say I say the New Orleans country. What is your answer? Uh, North I say America. Baby. <laughs> North America. Here we go. We got North America and we got New Orleans. Baby, to- that's not Atlanta. <laughs> the answer is German. It is that's close. German. Here's my last one, guys. Here we go. What about when you break a mirror? How many years? Sam. God damn. You already Sam. knew. I know bad luck when I say <laughs> You ain't got fish. Sam. <laughs> Sam. Did you, did you find this out the hard way? Man, The, the question Sam. is, though, how many years bad sex would you have? Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was it seven? <laughs> God, dog. It, it, that's terrible. Hey, I've been having bad sex my whole <laughs> life. Baby, ain't nothing new. I ain't broke not one mirror ever in my life. I keep... Pride and cute. My mirrors. Nice and shiny. Is this bad? Baby, baby, I ain't never, I ain't never broke no mirrors. I don't even keep mirrors in my house. (laughs) I I ain't never seen my stuff, girl. (laughs) No, that's crazy, bro. How many years? Yeah, what do you say it is? I I really hope it's none, but you know, let's go with five. 
five years bad luck. Maybe bro. that's the rumor on the streets. Maybe that's nah. word on the streets. That's a rumor on the streets. It's definitely seven. Okay. Have you guys ever broken a mirror though? Nah. Never. And, and I'm a uh, and the crazy thing about it is I'm a barber. You've never dropped the handheld mirror. And never dropped the hand. But you know what? We have to declare a winner. Mm. As much as I hate it, and as much as I would like to deny you of it, I must give it to you because Jawan sucks. Listen, Jawan is the winner once let me again. Just go ahead, Marcus, let, me just, let me just go ahead and do my Oscar. Marcus Darnell, <laughs> Keys, Keontae I mean, you Harvey. Gotta, you nope. got to protect people, you know. When you're winning so much like myself, you just got to protect everybody. Thank you for this win, guys. All right, guys. So what movies have mirrors in them that you can remember? Uh, all of them? What's love got to do with it? That's true. Uh, that was Terminator? <laughs> yep. every, you know what? Pretty much every movie that I done seen had a mirror, had a mirror in it. Okay. But do you have any horror movies that might oh, have a, a specific oh, mirror uh, that might have a specific Type we of. always say Candyman. Okay. Yeah. Cheating. We talked about that season one of this show. What you doing, okay, bro? Come with something fair. new. That's fair. You got to work harder than that. That's well, fair. I remember being freaked out by The Shining. Ooh. And all those mirrors. Like, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. That was a creepy red bathroom. What about Carrie? Remember, that was a horror thriller when she shatters her mirror because of her own powers. Like, she was just kind of getting used to her skill set. Yeah, yeah. But see, so many movies have like someone opening up a bathroom cabinet with the mirror on it, and then they close it, and somebody just pops up from behind them and chops the head off, and then you look at them, and the blood coming out of their neck, and it's just oozing out, and it's not, and you just don't know what you're gonna do next. Hey, 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 come back, come back, come back, come back, come back to us. My bad, my bad. Hey, man, what about 2010's A Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake? Yeah, I mean, not my favorite movie, but. There's that one scene that at the end where, you know, Nancy's mother, like Gwen, you know, is mm-hmm. being stabbed through the mirror by Freddy. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm. You know, who then drags her course back into the mirror mm. before it magically repairs itself. The end. Ha ha. I mean, like, what kind of, bro, like, who, who even thinks of writing that? Bro, Who's that, in, what kind of room are you in saying, you know what we're going to do, man? We're going to get Freddy to stab her through the mirror, pull her through the mirror, and then the mirror's going to, like, be replaced. Bro. Yeah, let's go with that, Jack. All right, man. Cinematic magic. That's what it was? Yep. That's what it was? Yep. That's, that's, that's simple. Okay, yep. gotcha. But yeah, there, actually, there are a lot of horror movies that have mirrors in them. There's the movie Mirrors. Right. Okay. And there's also uh, Mirror Mirror. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and then there was Paranormal Activity 3. Okay. Okay. You know, we had to skip one and two. You had to skip yeah. the one and two. These go straight to the third one. Because they didn't have none in the first two. It was no mirrors. That whole house. They said it's a strict mirror, no mirror law in the first two paranormal. Because we're going to bring that third mirror out. Well, hey, man. But what about you, dear listeners? Do you have any scary, frightening, breathtaking, horrifying mirror stories? Remember, guys, we're always looking to hear from your scary stories, man. If you have a creepy experience with the urban legend, submit your voice memo to ghostbrotherspodcast.com and maybe you'll hear yours on the show. Maybe. Just maybe. But if you send us $30, you'll definitely hear it. We still might not hear it. If you send us on a cash app undisclosed, <laughs> you might just move to the town. And wait for I know the producers. I, I mean, I don't know it's, how that works. It's an upgrade list. It's an upgrade list. If you sign up for our Patreon, <laughs> we have no Patreon. 
Thank you for joining us for the launch of Season 2 of Ghost Brothers. Come on, man. What we talking about, baby? That is it for Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers. We will scare you next week. Peace out. Happy hauntings. Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers is produced by Neon Hum Media for Discovery+. Plus. For Discovery+, Plus, our executive producer is Marissa Lucy. For Neon Hum Media, our executive producer is Cheryl Morris. Our lead producer is Crystal Genesis. Our associate producer is Chloe Chobel. Our production manager is Samantha Allison. And our music is by Ashi Ivanovich. Concept by Odelia Rubin and Cheryl Morris. And our engineers are Mark Bush and Lila Williams.